going on, guys? This is Coach Derek. And it's your boy Hanny. We want to remind you. And I'm sure Guys, one thing we know for sure about Wilder, you know, yeah, yeah, he hit you. What's the deal, brother? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. What's going on, bro? Hey, man, just in here doing my thing, doing a little film study. Also got daddy daycare going on, me and the little one. Hey, I'm going to tell you something about us fathers, man. We don't get a lot of uh, shine because of the bad, you know, like they say, the bad, the bad gets the most notice, right? But I tell you, man, I run with a gang of men, man, that that raise theirs, raise other people's, raise every, you know, we we out there, man. They just uh, just gotta pay attention. Absolutely, for sure, man. But uh, hey, look, I, I want to get into it, bro. You from you from you from Maryland, right? Yes, I'm from Baltimore. And you and you okay, be more. And you and your base, you're base in Atlanta, correct? I'm now based in Atlanta, Georgia now. Yes. I just All right. oh now now. Okay, okay. Let's uh man, let me know about your boxing, bro. How you got started? Your first day in the gym. How old are you, bro? I am 35. My gym, I started. Y'all, y'all black folks be cheating, man. I I I I'm 45, man. I look 55, man. You, man, you look like you're 19 or something, bro. Um, and I really appreciate it. But um, I was boxing when I was little. The first time I ever seen Mike Tyson fight, I was about four years old. And from uh -huh. then, ever, ever, like, let it go. I, I wanted to box. I had the kind of mind, like, no, you're not going to do that. I got a friend. He messed up. And no friend. You just see Muhammad Ali. So when I was 18, and she really didn't have no say, so I went and signed up. Um, I first started at Brooklyn Boxing out here in uh, Maryland, and then um, I switched over to the famous Mac Lewis Boxing Gym. When she found out, because her her brother, he actually took me. He said, yeah, I never knew you wanted to box this. His godfather was a boxer. Man, she went ape shit. She was so upset. But um, So I've been boxing since I was 18, but it was been on and off. Um, I've only had eight amateur fights on and off like a lot of times i like stop and quit uh due to i'm having um brand new jobs uh having kids life life basically also going through the police academy i got for a while right right well you know this thing once it creeps into your bones bro it don't never go away that's why look at me i'm trying to hang on with some some headphones and, and comedy. They doing anything I could to be around it, man. So, uh, 
I ain't gonna say I used to say that's a late start, bro, but I don't think that's a late start if if you you know go full tilt. But like you said, you was in you was doing you was dealing with life and having to uh, have a future and, and figure out something why, and then try to box. But uh I'm not I'm not such a I used to advocate, you know, you need to start fighting as a kid, like six, seven years old. I don't think I believe that no more, bro. I think over the years I've I've uh I've uh, evolved and said, you know, let the kids go play football, basketball, if they're athletes, football, basketball, figure out their athleticism and then and right. then let them figure out if they won't fight. This shit is uh you know, I would say incomparable to anything, you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. right. So Pro debut in what, 2000, uh, I think I read it here, uh, 19, correct? Yes. Okay, so did you get settled, situated? Was it the move and then you went back? What? How, how did we just go from uh, foot, uh, half a foot in, a few, uh, uh, a handful of amateur fights to now we're a professional fighter? Um, as I always said, like I wanted to do it. Um, so one day like i just walked it back into like the gym i was like you know what like just smell of like the blood and everything in there just the sweat i said you know what i'm gonna try to go ahead and give it one more shot and then like a week later like um my promoter who is tony jetta big shout out to jetta promotions um he was in my district because at this time i was already a policeman he's making transition from being a, a CO to being a police officer. He was in the back sitting in my chair. He didn't remember who I was. Back then when I fought on a few of his amateur cars, I had really long dread. So I just went back there, kind of messed with him just a little bit. I was like, hey, you're in my seat. He was like, oh, sorry. I said, Tony, you don't remember me? He looked at me and he said, no. I said, remember me with long dread. I fought on two of your shows. He said, oh my God, yeah. So then, from then, like our relationship really took off, and then he, and we just talked about boxing. And he told me if like I was really serious, he had a show coming up, uh, a really big show coming up at Merlin Live Casino. If I was serious, get in shape, and he'll put me on. And then from there, like I just caught the bug. I was only gonna fight one professional fight just to say that I did it. But when I watched the tape and see how much I've grown and how good I look, I said, you know what? I'm gonna get us another try because um, my first fight. The result ended in a draw, which I felt as though I should have won, but had a very hard, tough opponent. Mm -hmm. So from, from then, like, I trained harder. And um, his next show, I came back and got a win. Then after that, like, it just it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And, like, the whole police, the whole Baltimore Police Department was, like, behind me. Then after that, like, I became a big ticket seller as well. I'm like, wow, like, I can really get used support. to it. Yeah. Yeah. Getting the support, that matters, man. That matters, man. And you're fighting for a little something extra. Uh -huh. You, uh, you, uh which, did, did you, uh, were you a police, uh, a police officer in, in Baltimore? Uh, Baltimore. And, transferring to Atlanta? For ten years, no. Um, I kind of gave it up just to really pursue boxing and plus police. Oh, okay. really what is what it was when I first got on? Like when I first got on and became a police officer, man, I love putting on the uniform. Like I felt like Batman and everything. But like now, like is 
it's just so corrupt lens especially like it's on both ends but mainly so like media has made police look like the villains like a lot of us we're not there to be the villains like a lot of us are there to really help and like sometimes like i still like i i feel like i still am a police i really feel like once a police always a police and especially because like i was really a good guy i was out really in like the streets like trying to like help people instead of lock you up i would really try to find an alternative unless it was some sort of like hideous violent crime or if like you had a want other than that i tried to exhaust all options not to lock well i'm i'm oh bro we don't want this to take a, a spin towards towards the issues uh, i'm very opinionated on the law enforcement problem that the way I see it in this country, but uh, I hate to hear that because, in my opinion, <laughs> we need more policemen like that with that kind of understanding, bro. And and I think I think all too often, man, you guys get into it. Now, now listen, my let me preface with this: I'm from the other side, right? I'm the I'm the I'm, I was a ruffian and all that stuff growing up as a kid, and come from a generational i know people like to say generational curse and shit, but no generational kind of bitch right so uh i'm but even us man even the bad guys know we need police bro everybody knows we need police man but <laughs> but i tell you and, and coming from you know i'm from new orleans bro so coming from the inner city man i think we have two problems we have with the law enforcement issue, I, I, I think I think we have uh, we have the majority of Americans don't experience it because because law enforcement. You know, I got cousins in the country, bro. Right, North right. Louisiana, out the country, man. And and you tell them something about you know, man, these police down here, this and this and this, and they have no context. They have no idea, nothing to relate to, right? Because. They live in the country. They know the police. They know it. You know, it's 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 Mayberry, bro. They graduated with the chief of police. You know, and they like, man, that that shit don't exist. Not police, because we all know it's a admirable underpaid position, right? So they they look at you and be like, police put dope on you and shit like that. Nah, get out of here. That shit don't exist. So now, as a person who who understands the corrupt side of it, which you just mentioned. I'm not, I'm not crossing no lines. You just said that, right? Right. So, so people who understand that, it's like a double-edged sword. You're like, no, man, listen, it's different from your environment to this environment, man. And 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 the, the cops are just as the cops are just as underpaid and overworked there as they are anywhere. So so I said, man, I said, uh, I said, this is a, it's hard to even get people to see. To understand what they're looking at when we see a bad cop breaking the law, they don't even look at because because it's been conditioned, bro. They've been conditioned to think, well, you know, this is the, hey, listen, man. When a, when a policeman, I know it's a tough job. I can't imagine I wouldn't want nothing to do with it. When a policeman murders and it's murder, if the other guy didn't have a gun and you were your life was never threatened in the danger of getting shot, all right, they shoot this guy. When you show that to somebody and go, man, this is foul, and they go, well, what he did, that's conditioning, brother. That's conditioning that you can even go, uh, that's a guy with a gun and a guy with not a gun. Right. And it's, hold on, but I I, I really, 
and we could get off it, bro. But I really, I grew up in the, and I'm a seventies baby. I grew up when crack first hit the street. I was part of that problem. Uh, but we military, we militarized the police under necessity, I guess, especially in LA, New Orleans, probably be more, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. When we militarized the police, man, it, it became, it became that, hey, I'm just trying to go home at the end of the shift and shit. And all that's great. I understand. I couldn't imagine being a police officer. We seen a tape where a police officer don't have his gun asking a guy for a license. He's fucking shooting. We seen that too. You know what I'm saying? So, so I understand, but it's like, it's like, you know what? It's like a trainer, bro. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're too incompetent for the fucking job, get out the way, bro. Absolutely. Yeah. Kids are getting their brains beat in, man, because you practicing. And and if you got if you got a, a rogue police officer and, and you probably could shed some light on how big the issue is and how, how it spreads or whatever, more than me, because I'm not. But you know, if you if, if you're part of the problem, you know, it, it silence is the problem too, bro. Like, hey, man, we need the good guys to say, hey, man, we ain't gonna put up with that shit, bro. You out here killing these fucking people or beating them. You know, I ain't gonna say they're killing them, but, you know, whatever you're doing. Putting dope on them. I'm sure it's clicks and and, and law enforcement, like it's clicks in every fucking gig, right? So, man, it's, I just want people to recognize the problem. Just recognize the problem. Once you recognize the problem, we can figure it out. But if you argue with me that it ain't a problem, Absolutely. bro, Bro, listen, I've been guilty of sin on, 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 on several things, right? And I've also and I've also uh been brutalized. I've also been a, a young dude getting my head getting a getting a tank door open with my fucking head for nothing, right? Mm-hmm. I've been I've been I've been pulled over profiling because I was white in my neighborhood. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What the fuck you doing here, man? I live here, man. This is my address. But but I just I just want people. And let me say this. That's the negative side. Let me say this. With the with the conviction of George Floyd's uh that officer with George Floyd, with the conviction, even these two dudes in Atlanta, bro, in Georgia, who they wasn't law enforcement, but they was pretending to be like Zimmerman. With their convictions, and and hey bro, it's an all-white jury. I think it was like one one black person on the jury is a black kid, two white dudes. I tell you, man, you can. If we keep throwing it in your face, you got to. At some point, you got to see it, right? You got to see the shit, bro. And I think when we had these protests here in Houston, I know it was wild, uh, wild. I think it was, they had protests in Baltimore too. Huh? Was it Baltimore? Or was I'm thinking of Minnesota somewhere? Yeah, man, yeah. And they tore up some shit. But <laughs> down here in, in Houston, bro. My fighters and that, you know, a couple of my fighters went down there and they was doing a big and, 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 and it's funny because at the police protests, you were saying people of all backgrounds. I said, ooh, this might be a sleeping giant. This might be something that's gonna make a difference, bro. And I think what it is is once you force to see, once you force to see an issue, you can, you know, you run out of excuses to not see it. At some point, you're like, well, shit. And then and then the good old twist. What if that was your son? But if that was your daughter, man, you know, wait a minute. These people hunted this kid. When when the, when the actual police told them stand down, right? When the actual police on the island, hey man, leave the dude alone. And 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 I think so. I think we getting. I think we getting a nudge, bro. I don't know how you see it, but I think we getting. I think we getting some movement, man. And and the police issue, and 
And believe you me, brother, good cops, once they see they not surrounded by bad cops, and then people start getting held uh, accountable, brother, good cops ain't got no choice but say, motherfucker, don't we look bad enough in front of everybody else? And they, now you making us look bad, bro? Listen, I said that to say this, man, we all know we need law enforcement, bro. We all need, I knew good cops growing up, bro. I knew some good ones. I knew a guy called me red-handed, let me, let me slide with some shit. But he was telling me, dude, you're young, bro. You're going to get fucked off. You know what I'm saying? He was giving me a shot. So even if it wasn't for me, it was just his conscience. He went home and said, I gave a young, young fella a shot. Now, if I catch him next time, that's on him, right? Mm-hmm. We all know it's a rough job, man, but I'm glad we're making some traction. It feels like we're making some traction. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, bro, but that's my two cents, bro. I could be wrong. I've been known to be. <laughs> so now we fighting, bro. We down there in Atlanta. Uh, you get a deal. You bump into a guy who's doing the amateur, amateur shows that you performed on, mm. and he says, "What? Come get on. Come get on the show. If you're in shape, you want to fight." Yeah. And, we, and let me tell you something. You got to draw the first fight. My favorite fight, and I and I and I would say one of the all time. Everybody knows it's all-time great, but all-time intelligent boxers. But no, Hamilton lost his first fight. He lost it. So it's no stranger to to getting a little rocket stuff drawing the end of the world. What you like? What you learn from the draw? Um, not to uh, feed into the crowd because I, I kind of punched myself out. This is my I'm fighting in three years from being uh amateur and like that. So I kind of. That into like the crowd thought I was gonna knock out the guy, but he, he was adorable. Like the ref, he should have stopped it, man. I'm throwing flags. Bah, 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 bah. I threw 63 punches. Then at the probably like 40, I started getting tired. Boom, boom, boom. But I didn't stop punching. Then the bell rang. I'm like, damn. Then that third round, I didn't throw a single punch. He came out. He seen that I was tired, just like I said, he was adorable. Like he didn't do much either, but he did way more than me to actually win the round. And then this is only a four round fight. They thought that the um that that last round was close. Um, was he a experienced fighter? Did he have fights, or do you know his background? Maybe amateurs. Um, probably a few amateur fights, but he had uh, I want to say either nine or ten Emmett. Pro MMA fights and four professional boxing belts. So he had a uh, a little bit of experience. I'm about to say maybe. Well, shit. If you did MMA boys are just tough, bro. They just tough, man. So I'm about to say maybe he knew how to survive and let you try to gas yourself if he recognized it. But he may be just a tough kid. Shit. Them MMA boys, bro, take a licking, man. It's very uh, tough. Yeah, man. So. All right, you get back to the gym and you're like, all right, boot back, man. We got to do better than this. What are we doing? Did it did it deter you any? Or did you immediately understand, okay, this is where uh, I messed up? No, it, it deterred me at all. Like, um, it just motivated me by me watching the video of my fight. I'm looking like, that's me. Like, man, I look so damn good. So it, like, it hyped me up even more to just want to get back out there and do it. So. But I'm not going to feed into the crowd. I'm going to fight my fight and fight how I fight. Yeah, you got to turn that off, man. If if Depending on, I guess, depending on the fighter. But if you're the type that it'll influence you, 
Sometimes you got to turn that off, turn the noise off, man, and let it get good to you, you know, with your success in the gym. Boom, boom, boom. Then you can press and then calm down press. But it depends, man. Some some fighters, and I know you know this, some fighters feed off that. They get that, they get that energy. It gives them that extra oomph, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to you know, ain't very uh, intelligent, but, you know, right. that crowd, that crowd made a terrible guy that win a bunch of fights, bro. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of fights, right? Yeah. Uh, so, so did did you and did you and uh, my man? Uh, what you say, Jeter, right? Jeter, yeah. Jeter, did y'all hit a deal out the gate, or did he say, "All right, just come on the show, let's see what shakes"? Uh, or is it still like a, a you know when I do a show, you get on, or is he promoting you? What's 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 the deal, man? Because a guy with a handful of fights, uh. Mid thirties, bro. You know the, the the promoters ain't falling all all over themselves. So he he seen something, be it ticket sales, be it ability, be it whatever. You know. Um. How did that shake out? It it actually worked out pretty good because uh, I signed the promotional deal with him after my second fight because like I brought the crowd in. Also, like, for me to be as old as I am, like a lot of people say, like man that. That guy can fight a little bit. Like he is exciting a lot. So my second fight, I got a knockout in the second round. Then after that, he was like, you know what? Like, um, me, you can make this thing big. Do some business, yeah. Yeah. So uh he signed me after my second fight. But um me and him just honestly like became really good friends. Is like he really didn't have to put it down on like paper because like because like me and him got like got so close and cool like i said hey hey man like you gave me my like start like i've been trying to like i've been trying to fight professional for a long time like no one gave me a chance like my old coach and everything like he didn't really like push for it either but i hear he gave me my chance so to him i will ever be loyal to him and promotions like that was just a big thing for me like he helped me live out one of my Biggest dreams, right? Right, yeah. I'm, I'm man, with you, bro. I've been in this game a long time, and there's some biggest that do it like that. There's some, there's some very name guys. You would be surprised, bro. There's some name guys out there, uh, being managed and promoted by guys with an agreement, you know what I'm saying? And then and I think it's it's mostly it's mostly dependent on, on the relationship, but also I think you know. Hey, you walk away, I walk away, it's all good. You know what I'm saying? You right. see a better situation, good. I see a better situation, good. And I kind of like that. I kind of like that business, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. I like it like that. Cause if you in this business, man, if you got a if you got a bad name, be it uh you know, a gym hopping fighter, uh a piss poor coach, uh a shitty promoter. Mm-hmm. That shit's gonna follow you, bro. Everybody's gonna know. It ain't gonna take long for everybody's man. I'm fuck with him, and he's gonna find it hard to exist, right? They gonna find it hard to exist. But if you do everything on the up and up, if you tell a fighter, "Look, man, I can give you this, or or take this envelope and go make your money," whatever the case may be, you know, it's, it's square business. Then everybody knows what they're doing. Right. It's fair, it's fair. We let's go to work. You know what I'm saying? So. It, I think a lot of people would be surprised of, uh, like I said, some 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 big name people that do that same shit, bro. You know, we see them on the tube and shit all the time. But absolutely, uh, 
I'm glad I got you on here too because it's a lot of young kids, especially in Houston. Houston's a big boxing town, bro. Oh yeah, uh, huge boxing town, and and uh, you know a lot of fighters, bro. I go to the gyms. I got amateurs, and and and, and you know I'm around the gyms with my pros and shit. A lot of guys, you know, they'll hit me up and be like, Coach, I'm talking about going pro and da, da, da. I need to make some money to do freeze. <laughs> freeze. They really don't have, they're really just boxers. And they don't know how this works, man. And and they don't understand that the value, you know, every once in a while, a kid will find a fucking hunk, a, a manager who who just got a bunch of money, right? And he thinks he, thinks he knows boxing, so he thinks this kid's great and he'll take care of them and spend a bunch of money and then they go bust. But, but outside of that, you know, these kids need to understand, these young fighters need to understand a promoter is just promoting the show, bro. This show needs to be successful. What part of that, one of the cogs in that, in that wheel is that people got to show up, right? So a, a fighter would do himself better. Yeah. You better be able to fight because you're going to run into trouble later, but build up a, a following, you know what I'm saying? Friends, family, everybody that come. And I ain't talking about people who want to hang out with you. I'm talking about people that support you, you know, buy the t-shirt, buy the ticket, buy these things, man. These young fighters, you know, 18, once you're 18, you can fight in America, right? Mm-hmm. You, you bring that to the table, man, look, you're more valuable. You, a karate kid trying to box is more valuable to a promoter who can sell a hundred tickets than a guy with all the skills in the world and nobody knows who the hell he is and he don't have no background. You know what I'm saying? And I think the kids miss that part of the game. Now it's a fine line to walk a fighter to be ready and can fight and then worry about his promoting stuff because I see it and I'm sure you do too, uh, bro. You see it, the polar opposite. Kid can't fight worth a shit. But every Instagram post and every Facebook post or Twitter, you know, he looks, he's a world beater. You know, he knows how to edit the shit out of some videos. So <laughs> he appears to be something. But I think kids miss that part of the game, bro. And I think you, being how you came into the game, you 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 understand this, don't you? Absolutely. You got to bring some value to the table, bro, to these promoters, man. And, and then and build up a record. You understand all that, man. These young kids, they they in there thinking it's really about the uh, the wins, losses. You know, I, I got I got I got a hundred amateur fights, only lost twenty. You know, look, man, I'm the, I'm the best thing since. And the promoter be like, okay, you can you can buy it on the card. It costs this, <laughs> it costs that, it costs this. The kids be like, whoa. And they spent their time as a kid boxing. They don't understand the business. It's kind of like how school never taught us how to file taxes, bro. <laughs> same thing, same thing. So we're sitting at six and zero, six and zero. We got that 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 draw when we broke into business. Uh, so we've been pro what two years now? Yeah, two years, man. Uh, you shooting up the Maryland, shooting up home. How far is it from your hometown, bro? The fight? Uh, probably like forty minutes away at uh, probably forty minutes away from Baltimore. Oh, that's that's there. Yeah, to come out. Yeah, absolutely. Where's uh, where's the promoter based out of? He's based out of the, up there. Yes. Maryland. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the promotions is based out of Maryland, also. Nice, nice. So, how hard is man? You come to Atlanta, 
Now you're going back. Yeah, I mean, you go home to fight. What's the deal, man? Is your gal from Atlanta or is she from somewhere else? Well, um, she from somewhere else, but um, a lot of people like my mom, my grandmother, and my sister, like everyone is here now. So I said, Oh, man, so it ain't no split. You don't want split. Right. Right, right. Good. I got you, man. Uh, we got the opponent yet, or they still looking for somebody for you? Because we still a ways out. We still a ways out. We might got somebody locked in. Don't want to really uh, say nothing about it yet until it's a hundred. Close. Yeah, yeah. Man. Shit changed overnight, don't it? In boxing. Man. You're on, you're on the card three days before. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. I'm out this fight. Yeah, that's another. Man, this is a. Uh, it's hard to wiggle in this thing, man. Yeah. But yeah. <clears throat> Definitely going to be another great fight. And I love going back home to fight because, like, I just get so much love, man. Man, I love my fans. I love my family. I love my friends. And, like, honestly, for them, like, I fight so damn hard. So I just wait to go back and just continue to like, show them, like, without them, I ain't nothing. So, like, I'm, I'm so happy that I have them because with them, like, I give them my all. I give them that, like, all my passion, 100% of me. Nice, nice, man. Hey, that's all the fans want, too, man. They see a guy going in there going hard, bro. They, they, they get with you there, man. You, uh, I tell you what, man, give me a give me a report card. I, I'm sure you watched Tank uh, last week, man. But, uh, oh, B-more fella, right? He showed he was no one trick pony. Like he is more than power, man. Everybody like he running, he running. I'm like, what the hell you mean he running? He's stepping around, he's moving his legs, he's in and out, getting under punches. I'm like, oh boxing. That boy, like, he showed he's a boxer too. He boxes beautiful. I uh I do a show with a friend of mine out, out of uh, uh Carson, California, right? And we normally do he's a promoter, and we normally do like a Monday show after the big fights, right? Do a recap. And man, I did I did a commentating gig Saturday night. So I caught uh the Haney fight. I knew we was gonna cover that. I caught Haney on the zone replay. But I caught uh I caught Tank because it was Sunday, right? It was it was like an off day. So I was able to watch it. But I was guilty of not with my pencil and paper, bro. You know, writing down the scores. I just was watching it. And so, so my buddy was like, man, I had Tank losing. And I said, well, then you was looking at the guy coming forward, with, you know, aggressive. I said, but that's the thing about this, man, is it's subjective. That's why judges be like landslide one way and another one, the landslide uh, the other way, right? Mm-hmm. I said, but never did I feel like, I said, I'm going to have to score it. I'm going to have to get my paper. But never did I think... Uh, Tank was getting whooped. I didn't think that. I I, I said I thought he was for maybe the first time. Certainly the first time I seen him. He was the bigger guy. So he had to change. You know, he had to back up and and try to keep a distance away from this guy. Because that guy was smaller than him. I said, so it was a tactical change. I said, but and then I said, and then Tank hurt his hand. I called it when I seen it. I said, that boy done hurt his hand, man. And then the way he wasn't throwing it, I said, yeah. I said, yeah, that hand really hurt. Uh, so he had to deal with that. I said, but even with that, he was chunking them uppercuts, chunking them hooks uh, with that right hand. He was still 
keeping that dude at bay, man. You know, I said, I said, so I'm gonna have to rescore it because I didn't see Tank lose that fight, bro. And I wasn't paying attention to it. So I said, maybe, you know, a lot of people saying draw or something. Maybe I can't argue. I wasn't, I wasn't on, I wasn't, again, I wasn't uh, judging it. But never at any time of me watching that I think he was in jeopardy of fucking getting hurt or none of that shit, bro. Listen, man, I was late to the tank show, bro. Uh, but once I came, it's, it's just like me saying, okay, I'm, I'm putting my eyes on him going, okay, he can do this, but can he do that? Same thing I do with every fight, right? I'm, 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 I'm grading him accordingly. But I tell you, man, when when he did what he did to – I watched him plenty before that. But when he did what he did to uh, Lil Santa Cruz, bro, I said, oh, shit. I said, I said, because I told everybody, well, listen, I said, listen, man, Lil Santa Cruz might box circles around tape, bro. I said, y'all gonna see because of height, measurements, length, and all that. And from what I seen, he was. But Tank steady chopping him, steady chopping him. Steady. When he finally touched them whistles, man, and I don't know, I, I can't remember Lil Santa Cruz even being hurt. And he's an action fighter. He comes, he gets hit. And when Tank put his lights out like he did, I said, so, <laughs> I said, I believe everything y'all talking about, bro. I said, I've been with Tank ever since. And another thing, man, he came across, I know a lot of people thought he was arrogant and stuff, and I never did really pay attention to him outside of boxing. But, man, in every post-fight interview, man, he, he seemed like fucking telling the truth. Like, hey, man, thanks for the opponents and thanks for the fans. and th I said, man, ain't nothing not to like about this dude. And he could punch. Oh, I'm with him, bro. I'm with him like a motherfucker, man. So I'm a tank fan. Yeah, it was a rougher fight than normal, but it also was a last minute replacement. It was also, you know, getting ready for something different. Uh, all those things matter, bro. It's not an excuse. He's in a rough fight. What they do, bro? It's a fight. Sometimes rough fights happen, bro. Like you've seen in your debut. I'm, I'm hitting this dude with everything. I'm hitting him so many times. I, 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 man, this dude's still here. That shit happens, bro. Sometimes, sometimes dudes refuse to get knocked out. That's it's just what it is, bro. Or sometimes you ain't the yin to the yang, right? You you don't got the pot for them. And so now you got our box. You got to switch on the fly, man. So I'm a tank fan, bro. And and listening to listening to his coach and uh talk boxing, man, clearly. I mean, if I had any, if I had any, any uh uh Comments it'd be because I'd be seeing little Floyd like walk up to the corner and I'm, nah, I don't believe in none of that shit. I, somebody did that to my corner, they liable to get beat up after the fight. But here's the thing, here's the thing. Like that's disarray, but then I don't know the situation, right? I don't know who, you know, they may have that agreement or something. I don't know. But it seemed like the guy uh Ford, he certainly knows boxing, man. He certainly developed tank, right? So they know what they're doing, bro. Uh, I think I think they wisely carrying him along, but now he's fighting people, right? And 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 as he should, I mean, and ain't nobody on earth gonna say taking one of the top lightweights in the world. You know what I'm saying? With them top what four five people, and which one he can't knock out? Right. He can knock them all out if he hits them, man. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of that kid, bro. But I was late to the show. But once I'm on there, man, I'm with you, man. I'm riding with you. Yes, sir. Uh, so you gave him a passing grade, in other words. Yes. 
you was uh you seen you had to deal with a little something different. Uh, yeah, but um, being from Baltimore, I, and when I actually seen his first amateur fight, we about six years old. I, I always said, man, this kid gonna be a problem. He's always been good. Yeah, he been, yeah, he's a problem. <laughs> yeah, he's a problem like mother. Uh, so yeah, so you're getting back going home, Maryland, bro. You're traveling. You're full time boxing. You're no longer you 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 let the police uh uh can uh police officer job go. So full time, but what's your schedule look like, bro? Um, How you train, bro? I probably train about um. So a day for me is um after I drop the kids off, I'll go run, or get my probably do about forty minutes of running and then do a little bit of like um strength stuff. Then after that, I head over to the uh, the grind house. Big shout out to Coach Mustafa. I'm there from um. About 9.30 a.m. to 1, maybe 1.30. And after that, go home. Uh, close I get to a fight whenever um, I got the time. Well, no. As I get closer to the fight, um, maybe right around 4 o'clock, I'll probably have a, a third workout in as close as, as I get to, like, the fight. And if, and if I'm really not on weight. Normally, I'm always on weight, like, I don't have no problems making weight, but just to always be sure, because now I'm fighting at 122 pounds versus when I first started fighting at 135 pounds. Right, right, right. That's a uh, – is that – hell, that's bad, huh? Like super bad? Or what is that? Because featherweight is 26. What's 22? What they calling that? Super bantamweight. Bantamweight, okay. And you was fighting at lightweight at first. Mm-hmm. That's a big difference, bro. Real and, and opponents. You know what I'm saying? And the guys you're fighting. Uh, what you think? I, I, it, it needed to be that change needed to happen. I mean, how you felt? How you feel in the ring at 22? Oh man, I feel great. Like I definitely feel strong, but like um, I lost a lot of muscle, a lot of fat. So like I'm honestly where I need to be at. And a lot of guys are definitely like my like height and everything down here. So the, the playing feels a lot even. Yes. Yeah, that matters, man. That matters. It's, it's the guys like Tank fighting, they don't realize how little they do. That that lets you know how little Cruz was, right? Yeah. But Tank's a little, he's giving up every advantage, bro, when he's in that ring with them boys, man. Uh, and thus far, you know, he was able to, he's he been able to deal with it. He's been able to uh, cut that advantage down. But, man, yeah, I'd imagine at 22, bro, you're a lot more, it's a lot more, uh, uh, you know, compatible with the other fighters. You know, the guys ain't walking in there because you can get a you can get a, a featherweight that's like Daniel Corrales, man, five eleven, six foot. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Right. Down there by you, you it's, it's a lot more. Uh, I'd imagine it's a lot more competitive size wise, measurements wise. Yeah, and it's like now, like I, I can box a little bit more versus always just going inside being get banger. So nice, nice. So so. so me being a trainer, bro. I like you guys to give y'all props to y'all coaches, man. What's your what's your trainer's name again? Yes, I like to give a big shout to Coach Mustafa down at the Atlanta Grindhouse, man. Coach Grind Grindhouse. Grind. <clears throat> That's a name I gym the Grind, man. That's funny. <laughs> uh, one of my fighters we was, we was training out of the gym, and my fighter bought the gym. 
it was gonna close the gym. My father bought the gym. Right now we're keeping this thing going. So he changed the name to the grind. So we've been the grind for the last five years over there. About five years, four, five years. Four, five years. Uh hey, I I, check it out then. Yeah, yeah, man. Hey, when if you get down here, bro, uh hit me up, man. You come 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 hang out, work out spot, whatever, man. And, and I bring you wherever, man. We get we got we got two I, two of the biggest man I bring it around, but they got all kind of work, man. For your big. Yeah, I'm with it. <laughs> uh so how long has you been with your trainer, bro? I've been with him for nine months now, and we three fights in, so um uh we got three wins three wins together. Two of them by knockout, and uh, the last one was actually my hardest fight, and that's the fight that we won the ABF with. Okay, that's my girl uh, Claire over there. Huh? She's she's I forget her role with the ABF. She don't know she's president or something. See, she's the vice president. Vice president, yeah, that's my home girl, man. You uh, she, fact, I'll she, fight. she was at the fights Saturday night in Houston. And she walked up and said, give her a call this week. Damn. Now that you said that, I'm a caller, bro. Oh, I'm glad you reminded me, man. I feel like a sucker, man. I forgot to call her. Give her uh, ask her about my fight, man. She was impressed. She said, man, that she said, me and my opponent's uh, fight, Blake Quintana, she said, we had the fight of the night. She said, to be honest, awesome. either way, and it really could have. Like, it was an awesome, exciting fight. Awesome. She uh, she was at the show with uh, Ray Linder's brother i think okay and, and she walked and we was inside the commentary table she walked up man coach how that man i said yeah i got you i got you and then look at you uh i'm gonna tell her brody told me how that man i was tripping i forgot yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna tell him so all right who's the trainer prior to this guy you had another trainer in atlanta before uh, going no um, I, I had a trainer in baltimore um uh, okay okay so you had to find a guy when you got the atf yeah, but I've kind of been following Coach Mustafa on um, social media for like a long time. And like, as I um, as I made the choice to come out here and move, like before, like I packed up everything. I came out here, went to I'll go give the gym a feel and everything. Like I, I had like the gym, I had like Tim. So I said, you know what, I'm gonna go ahead and give this a shot. And to be honest, that was a perfect fit, man. Oh, you you one of them smart brothers. You went down there and scouted everything. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Good deal, man. I'm glad you found a fit, man. And uh, you got a, a guy you're able to uh, uh, climb with. You know what I'm saying? That's great, man, because so many times you see see guys trying, looking for a fit, right? Right. It's not always. It's not always. I mean, most of the time, but not. it's not always a guy's wanting to move around. It's just like man, I'm not I'm stagnant. I ain't learning nothing. I ain't getting nothing. So he's gotta, he's gotta find a guy, you know. And 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 you know, like I know that that you know, fighter coach. It's like a marriage, man. You gotta jail, bro. You can't just. You gotta develop trust, man. You gotta believe this dude's telling you the right thing, man. Because sometimes in the heat of that battle, bro, especially if you get knocked silly, right? You come back and like, man, I I, I just hear that. I don't know what the fuck is going on, man. Tell me what's happening, man. Hey, uh, go to your left, and that'll save you for that round. You know what I'm saying? You need to find that uh, with a guy. I'm proud you found that, man. Uh, so, so you're down there. You're Atlanta. You find a trainee. You're winning. 
after the draw, we're on a six and old tab. You're back in Maryland in February, February uh, 22nd at the, uh, say it again, bro, the Great casino. At Maryland Live Casino. Maryland Live Casino, man. Uh, I tell you, bro, man, are, are they going to have a, uh, are they going to have somebody broadcasting or what? Um, I'm not sure which company is going to stream, but uh, it might be like the uh, the Vire, the um, the boxing joint from Vire, or maybe Blow Sports. Really, but yeah, but it definitely will. Be. If you if you think about it, but I know a lot of shit's going on. But if you think about it, once you find out, man, send me that link, bro, because I want to watch the fight, man. Hey, I'm a big I, I support. Listen, bro, I don't support everybody. Because if I don't support you, you ain't worth a shit. And it don't it don't mean you ain't a good boxer. You just might not be worth a shit. But I support a lot of people, bro. I'm going to love to watch your box, man. I want to see what's happening, bro, and watch it, bro. So if you send me that link, man, so I could, I'll share the shit and watch it, bro. I want to see you get down, man. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, man. Absolutely, bro. Uh, Let's do a little. I, I don't do it a lot, but let's do a little, a little power for power, bro. Give me your top five fighters, bro, in the game right now. In the game now? Yeah. Okay. Um, was it Tank? Tank. Fence. Earl. Crawford. Crawford. Shakur. Oh, man. <laughs> I kid that, bro. Go ahead. And um, one of my per personal favorites, even though his fight just got canceled, Triple G. Triple G, man. Yeah, man. Triple G got a five. Tri Triple G got a hell of a uh, five. If you're a Triple G guy, bro, you ride with him to the end, man. So I know he he hadn't fought in so long. I imagine when that fight got in. I think that fight was canceled due to COVID again. COVID strikes again, bro. He couldn't get to uh, Tokyo or something. Japan or something, wherever that fight was. It canceled. So I know a lot of Triple G, Triple G fans are sick right now, man. And he's getting to the point where I know he was hanging on, bro, for that last big one, you know, trying to get paid the most, trying to get that Canelo uh, that three. three that three or somebody. But man, he's really in. He's really I ain't the biggest. I ain't the biggest Triple G fan, but I watched all his fights. Right. Because he, he, he he's about to hurt somebody or whatever. But he uh, he gave you money's worth, bro. Whoever you put in front of him, he came forward to fight. And I think, personally, he deserves the biggest ones. You know what I'm saying? Before he goes home. I don't know what Canelo leaving the weight class and all that. I don't, I don't know do that fight even ever happen. But what biggie he got down there in middleweight, maybe super middleweight, I guess he could fight that. Has he ever fought? North of Midway? No, huh? No. Uh, I don't know that he at this. I, I don't know at this stage of the game. Do you want to fool with them super middleweights? Nor do do I think any money up there's money outside of Canelo anyway, right? Right. But he might could command. He might could. Uh, he might could take uh, Ed Hearns for for you know taking for a ride against Google or somebody. It's in house. Go ahead and make him break bread with you, you know, and, and get that one. And hell, uh, uh, he might get boo-boo. <laughs> Who knows what happened in that fight, man? 
But uh, I, I know he's trying to, you know, once it becomes at that stage of the game, he's like, hey, man, I, you know, undisputed. I, I'm pretty sure he was undisputed middleweight champion at one point, right? Mm-hmm. He had everything. He had it all. So, man, get, give me my money, man. Give me my money and let's let's go. If I win, I win and get another one. You know, if not, whatever. Break bread, man. Uh, that's my my opinion. I think he's done enough to pay the dude, bro. Let him get paid. You know what I'm saying? And he and he's got the support, but like you just said, he's still one of your favorite guys, man. Uh, he's got a he's got a he's got a crazy following, bro. So pay that man like your own, man. Exactly. Uh, and, and y'all, y'all, the zone wouldn't break bread with him, man. Y'all still ain't, you know, y'all ain't fulfilled nothing either. Yeah, I think he fought what? Once? Once. Uh, yeah, once on the zone show. So we'll see. Uh, heavyweights, bro. Heavyweights, man. What you think about this uh, AJ Usyk rematch? Should should AJ step aside and let the big jip get Usyk? What you think, bro? How we see it? I really don't think so, cause if um, cause I think everyone always deserves a second chance, especially if you gave him a chance for your belts and his and his totally agree, right? So he needs his second chance to like at, to actually prove that well, maybe the first time you got lucky, so let's run it back. Maybe I had an off night, maybe whatever. Maybe you had a great night, whatever the case may be. Uh, what you got there, man? A girl, boy? What you got? I got a little girl. I actually got three girls. I can't. I can't make a boy to save my life. Bro, bro, <laughs> I got one, two, three, four, five girls, Ooh. and three boys, bro. And I'm gonna tell you something, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a girl daddy, bro. That's my thing, right? But bro, that's a heartbreak. How how how, how old is your oldest daughter? 13. Yeah, you ain't even started yet, but wait, 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 boy. You talking about heartbreaking, man. Them girls, man. If you anything like me, bro, like I'm I'm a sucker for them girls, bro. Uh, uh these little dudes, man. Get up, man. You better walk around, bro. I get out of my face, man. I put one in the gloves the other day. Just to remind him, yeah, dad is fat and shit, but I hurt you, boy. <laughs> but but now them girls, man. And it, and, but it's natural. Them them kids supposed to grow up and, and find their own husbands and wives and all this type of thing. So it's just, but man, when it's your girls, man, ooh, it's rough, man. It's rough. But so enjoy that right there, what you got, man. Enjoy your, and 13, she about, I mean, with any luck, man, you ain't got to worry about that for some several years. But uh, yeah, man, them girls, man, when they, when you quit being the, uh, the, 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 how would you say, when you quit being the man, and they looking towards them boys and stuff, you know. Hey man, let me check this dude out, bro. I picked up my daughter from school one day, bro. She was crying, and this little dude, she went to the uh, to the to the dance with and all that. She, she was a senior. I picked up. She was crying. I said, "What's wrong with you?" Nothing, nothing. I said, "Okay, I got it." Caught his little ass at the grocery store one day. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, man, them girls, boy. I'm sweet on them girls, man. I know you eating it up right now. Yeah, man. <clears throat> you, uh, we got the pound for pound. We got Tank. We got your fight on February 27th. What? All the big fights. Who, 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 who's fighting tonight? Oh, yeah, you got a good fight tonight. Lomachenko and 
Richie, Richie Coleman. What you got, bro? Not let me tell. Hold on. Let me preface. I'm rooting for Richie Coleman, but I'm picking. I'm picking Loma, man. What you got? To be honest, I actually feel the same way. Hey, man. That Loma, man. Let me tell you about this guy here, man. I said, I said when T.O. I didn't pick T.O. We was on that show. We fought on that card. And uh nice. and and nobody, bro. Let me tell you something. Nobody at, at, at in the hotel, at the venue, you know, it was COVID protocol, so it wasn't no audience or nothing. Basically just the promoter people, uh and and, and, and production and execs and shit. And the fighters, we had to catch a shuttle a half a block away to eat and shuttle back and all that stuff. So nobody in that place thought Tio was going, bro. When when I tell you, when Tio tells everybody, look, y'all, none of y'all, y'all mad because I won, right? Uh, nobody had him picked but him and his crazy ass daddy, bro. And 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 I'm sitting there going. I like to you. I'm a Tio female fan, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going, <clears throat> man, that kid don't believe he's going to lose, right? And so at the weigh-in, we weighed in, and they weighed in like two fights later or whatever. And when they nose to nose, I told Q, I said, man, you see the difference? Because Tio's chest to back, you know, was, was way bigger. They about the same height, but and Loma, you know, and Loma's a little guy. I said, man, he's a big boy, man. If he could, if he could, you know, try to push, you know, get get ugly with him, he might could do something. But I, man, so I had Loma pick like everybody. I, I would like to pretend I was not Sudanus, but I wasn't. And then <clears throat> we were after we fought. It was so shitty of a uh, place to watch. And we went back to the hotel watching on TV, right? <laughs> And round one, round two, round three, I text you in his room. I said, say, bro, I ain't gave Loma a round yet. He said, me neither, man, about round seven. And I think it was either seven or eight, Loma said, fuck it. And he bit down. And he started he started coming on. And it was working, right? And then and then I thought Tio came out and closed that 12th round, right? So I had Loma maybe four, I guess, five rounds. But <clears throat> nobody seen that coming, bro. Anybody say they seen that coming? Yeah, damn lie. Nobody in Vegas, anyway, seen that shit coming right. So he did a spectacular job, bro. And uh, which which makes it even more heartbreaking that he shit the bed so bad with uh Big George. George came through that thing, bro. George was telling everybody in their mama he was gonna win that fight. And again, nobody believed him. <laughs> and he came through a wreck shop, man. So it's boxing, bro. You never know which way it's gonna go, man. Yeah, uh, that's what I like. Like, you can't look at a guy's boxer and be like, yeah, you know what, I'm going to go head over tonight. Still in a fight, and you're fighting a grown man. So, like, I look past no opponent. Like, they are dangerous to me. Like. You better not. You better not because what I like to tell people is, you, you don't know when this kid might decide to be great tonight. This, this kid might tonight say, you know what? I want to see what it feel like to win. Yes. Yes, I, I. You know what? I got the habit tonight. And then he come out that first round, and you just pitching a bitch, just playing or whatever. Okay, you know what I'm saying? You gotta. You listen, man. Clean your plate. Clean your plate and go home, man. Uh, I agree with you, bro. I, 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 a thousand percent, I agree with that I, shit. Everyone like they uh undefeated prospect. I played with none of them. 
A killer. Yeah, this boy is a killer. You try to take what I got, man. So it, you, 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 you better clean your plate, man. Fuck that playing with your food, bro. You got to go. Got to get him out of there, man. So so yeah. basically, I like I like the Richard Coleman kid. I like his history. I like, you know, him coming to the country and struggling and out there. Uh, and 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 I hated to see how he got one punched out of there against Teal. I think he just caught one. It happens. It's boxing. And uh, he couldn't recover. But, man, what Loma showed me against uh, Nakatani, I was like, man. Yeah, he's fighting like he, he got a chip on his shoulder again or something. You know, like he got to reprove his – like he do. Like he do. I, I had to re show y'all it was off night or whatever the case may be. But, but uh, man, it's hard. It's going to be hard for me to pick against Lomachenko, bro. I, I, I don't think I can do it, man. What you got? Oh. <laughs> Damn, bro. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, uh, man, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I, 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 and, 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 and Loma ain't what you call the one punch artist. I mean, he, he builds up knockouts now. He'll build them up fast. It won't take too long, but yeah, I don't know if old Comey, I don't know how Comey feels, man. And, and you never know. After a guy gets knocked out like that, one puncher, you know, you got to, yeah, he, he, he needed to, hey, stay out the ring for a while, right? Not out the gym, but not getting hit on for a while. You right. never know what these coaches do, bro. You know what I'm saying? Some coaches be like, get back in here. All right, we sparring that day. What? Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. So uh, you never know. Those things are just unknowns. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I don't know if the kid, if the kid, I mean, he's a farmer. He had the title, right? He had a title before. Or is he just a title? Uh, did he have a shot? Who is that? Call me. Did he have a title at one point? Yeah, the IBF. Okay, so he was a, he's a former champion, bro. So he he belongs. Uh, we just don't know where he's at right now. I guess in his career. So let's see what happens. Who else fight? Is that it? Is is Loma's fight? That's it, huh? Who else uh, fight? I think that's just the top ranked ESPN card. That's all I can think of right now. Um, do you follow? Do you follow the women, bro? I'm a big women's boxing supporter, right? Do you follow the girls or not? Follow a few of like um my homegirl who is a former uh IBF and WBA champion, Diana Santana. She just uh fought over in the Dominican Republic yesterday and won. Oh, nice, nice. I'm gonna have to catch up with her. I don't, I don't recognize. I'm gonna have to check her out, man. She can go. Serenio twice. Oh, okay, okay. How she did in them fights? Um, she got an outbox. Hey man, that uh, Serenio girl is something different, bro. Yeah. Uh, uh, not not to say that your girl, that you know, hey, if she's winning, she's winning fights, man. I, I, and I support her, man. Let her know. I bring her on the show and everything, bro. I support women's boxing big time. Uh, she don't. Don't really speak too much. Uh, what's she talking Spanish? Yeah, uh, man, that's when I put a fresh on you. He talks that he, 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 he Mexican American, he talked this Spanish, man. Uh, she yeah. like, uh, a homegirl, Franchon Cruz, actually get back into the ring, too. Like, I've actually uh, spoke with her a few times, man. She, she's she, what power, yeah, she's a. Uh, I've been around. She was down there for the Triller show too. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, I'm a fan of uh, franchise too, man. Uh, do you got a girl's power for power top three or no? Or you ain't watching it that close? Yeah, um, top three, I'll go uh, Cruz, Shields, and Serenio. I can actually go five. I'll, I'll put Katie Taylor on uh-huh. And, and uh, what is the girl now? Um, and uh, Reese. Do you seen this beef building up with uh, Baumgartner and uh, Mayor? You see how they beefing back and forth on social media? Man, I just seen her, I just seen her beef with uh, Mayor. I just seen her beef with Tierra Brown. I also like her also. Yeah, 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 yeah. She can go. She can go. Yeah. I see uh bump guy that went to England. That's no small feat, man. Going to England and and, and taking taking titles from they got, you know, they do whatever they can to, to make sure we don't win. Same as over here. But uh Bump Garda went down there and I think I believe she's fighting out of Detroit, I believe. Yes. Uh and she showed her ass, man. She 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 cut up. And then I see her and Michaela, and I know, you know, I know Michaela, she trains down here sometimes in Houston. Uh, cause I, I believe Kay is, a, uh, a co-trainer or, or, you know, assistant trainer. So we see if my amateurs been in there with her and stuff, but, uh, yeah. Michaela and man, I'm a man, when you're selling the fights, man, it makes me want to watch, man. I want to see both of them fighting. I, and, and again, I don't know who's going to win. I don't know. I just want to see them fight, bro. I want to see them work, man. That, that Alicia girl, she's, she's bad, bro. She's bad. And, and and we know Michaela's bad former Olympian. Uh, I want to see him get down, bro. And then uh, uh, Carissa, Carissa got a fight, man. Huh? The English fight, the England fight got canceled, I think. And so, because she was supposed to fight in England December, I believe, and it mm-hmm. got canceled. Yeah, uh, moved to January. I don't know if she's fighting the same girl or not. I'm gonna have to check into that. But uh, yeah, bro, I'm a big supporter of the, of the women, man. The women come to fight, bro. That's the thing. I think they underappreciated, man. Uh, and far too often you hear guys, and it's it's normally fans, right? Boxing fans. But the guys be like, ah, man, I ain't watching you. Oh, hey, oh, you don't like boxing then? Because <laughs> these girls are fighting, man. These girls know what they're doing, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man. So I appreciate you, bro. Uh, appreciate. Uh, hopefully right. we get the links, man. And uh, so, so we can support the fight, share it, and then uh, tell the people how they can get, uh, you know, follow you, bro. Man, I definitely got you. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook at Brody Chambers. My main social media platform that I'm always on, just playing, having fun, is IG. That, and you can follow me at underscore team.brody. Again, that's underscore team.brody. Also, i like to give a big shout out to Tony Jetta, Kristen Jetta, everyone over at Jetta Promotions, that's my home. I got the best promotion company in the world. And big shout outs to all of my sponsors Vital Water, the Spoiled Dog, um, Tactical Financial, um, Mimi's Ice Cafe. If I missed anybody, man, I'm sorry. I, I, I support and love all y'all, especially all my fans. Come out February 19th. It's going to be another great show. You know how I get down already. Just come out like, Give me y'all power, cause without y'all, I'm nothing. Make sure, make sure after you, after you whoop this boy, highlight, man, man, we come on and do a recap, man. Absolutely, man. 
man, forget all that. I'm actually coming down there. So, oh, it's all good, bro. Hit uh, me up when you get here, man. You just gotta take me to go get some of the best barbecue in Texas, man. Cause I've been hearing y'all got the best beef brisket and all that. So, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We uh, they get down there, bro. I, I, as you can tell, man, I'm about two sixty five, bro. I'm uh, I, I eat, <laughs> I eat. I appreciate you, bro. Uh, again, holla at me, man. Uh, all success, man. We're going to be rooting for you, dude. And thank you. Salute.